Hey, have you heard about what's happening in the world of AI, artificial intelligence? It's amazing, it's exciting, but I gotta tell you, it's also absolutely terrifying. Let's talk about this. Well, hey everybody, I'm Bill with Live Simple, Live Free, and I wanna talk about what's happening in the world of artificial intelligence. Now, I have a very special guest with me today. He's a good friend of mine. And uh, unfortunately, when we did our video together, for some reason I had technical issues with my microphone. So the recording picked up him, but not me. So you can hear what he's saying, but you can't hear what I'm saying. So I had to kind of improvise a little bit. And in the first minute or so of this video, you'll see that I had to do a voiceover to dub in and explain what I was saying. But anyway, without further, further ado, let me introduce my special guest. I'm Brad from the Big Family Homestead. Thank you for having me on, Bill. Uh, how you doing, man? Hey, I'm doing great. Thank you so much for joining us here today. Uh, several weeks ago, you did a video on your channel, and you were talking about artificial intelligence. Now, I had known a little bit about this, but when you started talking about it, it kind of blew my mind. And I really wanted to have you on here so that you could tell my subscribers a little bit more about artificial intelligence. So just sort of give me a brief synopsis of some of the things that are happening and some of the things that you talked about. Okay, well, well sure, and thank you. Um, AI is artificial intelligence, but practically what is happening is leaps and bounds with computers. They, they, you are able to do what are called deep fake video and audio where you cannot tell the difference between the real thing and the fake thing. Um, I even have, so I have software on, on my computer at home where if you speak into it for just a few moments, minutes, then you can type into it a message and it will be exactly your voice. So it actually will say anything you type there and you never said it. Um, to give you an example, uh, they what it does is it does what's called sampling, where it actually records your voice, and then it will synthesize the little gaps with computing algorithms so that it's indistinguishable from your actual voice. They've been using this technology in Hollywood for quite a while. Um, there are also video fake programs where it will just look at hours and hours and hours of footage and then it will spit out anything you want Recording it to be. in progress. So, um, but they've been doing this for years, but there was always, a, you know, just little giveaways, little tells that you could kind of go, well, that was odd, look at that. Even they did one with President Obama when he was in office and they made him saying all kinds of silly things and even a foul thing or two um, just to show that they could do it. And now they've gotten the computing power so, so good that most people cannot tell the difference uh, between real video and deep fake video. And so the, the danger side to this is that computing power doubles every 18 months. And they're already almost to the point where it's just completely indistinguishable. So they can, they can make a fake video of whoever they want and audio of whatever they want them to say. 
And it's getting to the point where they can do it in real time now. And not only that, but they can have it to where it's real time actors in motion uh, capture suits. Like have, if you've seen, you know, the behind the scenes stuff on how they make movies and they'll wear those green suits yeah. and then they'll have the little tracker dots all over themselves and they will do a performance and the computer will capture that data. And that way they can attach it to a fake 3D image, you know, to make a character like, you know, uh, like in Lord of the Rings, like how they did with Gollum. Uh, but now they can do it in real time where they're, you're really, you are interacting with a completely deep faked, deep fake voice, somebody. And so that's, that's kind of getting really scary because, um, you can't trust your eyes anymore. You can't, you can't, as a believer, how do I know that that's really um, Biden or Trump or whoever? And would he really say that? How do I know? I mean, it's, it's to the point where the people who are, quote, the puppet masters are going to deceive people and they're going to swear that they saw it happen. They're going to swear that they saw it happen. Uh, holograms uh, are getting to be incredibly good. Um, there was a rapper named Tupac, and he died, I think, over a decade ago. But they have had him in concert, on stage, uh, interacting with a band live. <laughs> now, and and, and that, that was a hologram, and not just up on a screen. A hologram. Back then, when they first did it ten years ago, um, it was it was kind of you had to be right in front of it, or else you would kind of see that there was something wrong with the angle, and it, he would get thin in certain areas. But now they have technology where they can bend the images, where it's it looks like from any angle you look at it, that it is going to look three dimensional. I've seen it done with different singers. Um, there's one guy who is a heavy metal guy named Ronnie James Dio, and they just recently had him singing, even though he's dead, hmm. uh, on stage with the band. And from different angles, you you cannot tell that it's not really him. And so you combine all these things, and then you 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 think, well, okay, that's that's great. It's just for entertainment. Well, what if it's not just for entertainment? Right. People will swear that they saw a thing happen. They'll say, even Christians, they'll go, nope, I was there. That happened of whatever it is. And you've got to be, our discernment level needs to be ratcheted up to like unbelievable levels just so that we're not deceived. Um, my, my thought is, in all honesty, you have to just bathe everything in the word of God, everything in the word of God, or else we're going to get, we're going to, we're going to be deceived. Um, and I took the liberty of actually going to a site that you can actually go to this website and it will deep fake anything they want. And actually, this is so bizarre because it will create art. You just tell it a few sentences of what you want it to create and it does it. Now, it does not go and, and grab a picture from it does not like doing a search. And then it goes, oh, this is the closest search to um, what you described, but it synthesizes it from scratch. That's what's scary. So here is, I took the liberty of, uh, go ahead and tell the computer what you look like. So here's what I told the computer to say.
Now, forgive me if I got your age wrong, because I actually don't know your age. So I said, 60-year-old Caucasian man with wireframe glasses, short salt and pepper hair, short salt and pepper beard, squarish looking face, renovating a house. That's what I put in there. Now, it did not go get a picture. This is what it said you look like. My, my, my. It doesn't, Crazy. Look, it doesn't look like me, but it looks like my brother. And it looks. It, it didn't have a picture to, to, I mean, it just, just from what you typed in. That sentence. That's mind boggling. I'm going to send this to you. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, but the, the point is um, that if it will do that from that one run-on sentence because it was a run-on sentence but it, but if it can do that yeah, what if yeah. you got a lot more descriptive sure and that's just that's free software that you can go and just like type it in and there it is it's cool but if you had a couple of of pictures that you could input i'm sure you could, you could take those pictures and synthesize it to, to say or do whatever you wanted to say with an actual sampled picture absolutely and it had that feature but i just didn't i didn't have time to do that today sure but i figured i i would just see what it thought you looked like just with one sentence one sentence that's it's not exact but doggone it the yeah. isms are there the isms are there absolutely you just blew my mind <laughs> yeah and and now now imagine that they're gonna they have the technology to do that in real time mm-hmm well, in fact, yeah, they do. Um, <laughs> I don't know um, if any of you follow America's Scott Talent AGT um, this year, 2022. The third place winner was a group called Metaphysic, and they were actually two geeks who were working on artificial intelligence. And this blew my mind. It's the first introduction that I saw to it because they had four people standing up on stage, singing, performing live. And they had cameras right on them with the screen up behind. And you could see the singers, and you didn't know any of them, but what you saw on the screen was first Elvis Presley, and then the second singer was Simon Cowell from AGT, and then the two pack backup sing singers were the two women, uh, Heidi and Sophie from AGT uh, judges. And you would swear that it was video of them but it was actually the camera taking a live shot of the singers on stage and then the AG or the AI changing the faces. And it's phenomenal uh, what it looks like. And that was, that's a live thing that you're talking about. So let me go ahead and show that video uh, right here. So you can see, you can get exactly the idea of what we're talking about. The impossible possible. I don't think we're up for it. Look at Simon right here. He's absolutely gobsmacked. Thank you. Thank you very much. It's sure is an honor to be here with y'all on America's Got Time. Uh, I'd like to thank Tom, Chris, and Metaphysic for having me here tonight. 
I have to tell you, we're going to do a couple of our biggest records for you now. And this first one is a kind of love song. And as a great philosopher once said, You ain't nothing but a hound dog, yeah. Now, right here, you can see the man who's actually doing the performance, and you can see that this is not Elvis. And the two women are loving seeing themselves up there. And now Simon is totally overwhelmed. And there you have it folks, Simon was really up there singing, you saw it with your own eyes. Now let me just interject here that, you know, this was just entertainment. It was so much fun. It really was. Elizabeth and I thoroughly enjoyed it when we saw it when it actually happened. And it can be absolutely addictive to watch this kind of fun stuff. But what happens if there is evil intent behind the use of this kind of technology? So there's an example of some live stuff that you're talking about. Now that was actually video. Um, where they were shooting with a camera and doing the video. It's, it's, and and it's keep in mind, guys, private citizens. Imagine what our military has. Okay. So, so what are what are some of the ramifications of this kind of stuff? I mean, you were already saying that we can't believe what we see. Um, you know, in the world of media, they can make us think or, or do or believe anything they want to just by creating it. Well, um, here's to, I got to pause here for a sec, because one thing that can happen easily, especially if you're a non-believer, is you get scared. You, you freak out. This, this, this pushback happens and you go, 
I don't want to deal with this, and then you shut off because there's a healthy amount of they could really do a lot of bad things with this. Right. So I would like to just hit the pause button, and if you're a believer, then understand this is it's all part. God's got this. It's all part of the, what's going to happen, um, and we have hope. And Absolutely. if you're if you're not a believer, then I would suggest that you listen to more of Tea with Jesus and and come to Jesus, uh, because then you don't have to have fear. None of this has to be based in fear. Okay, but possible ramifications. You will believe anything they tell you, um, and you'll just it, it'll be matter of factly to you, just like the sun is rising today. Um, and now we also combine that with the metaverse. I don't know if you're familiar with the metaverse, but um, what will shortly happen is they're even talking about creating a separate economy inside virtual reality, where you will have a job inside virtual reality. You'll be able to make money, air quotes, inside virtual reality. So you slap your little goggles on, you got your headphones on, and you just melt away into whatever world you want to create. You could be a king fighting dragons, and um, it will look just as real as you can, you know, looking outside. Right. It, it will feel real when they get these haptic suits created. People will not want to leave it. They will, why, why would you? Maybe, maybe you work at a coffee shop and you hate it. Well, then you go home, and for the next 12 hours, you're a hero. Or you 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 can't lose, and you always get the girl, and you just you know. So there's a danger level there as well that people are just going to check out. They're just going to check out. Why why would I want to have this world when I could be a king somewhere else? And then you couple that with people are just going to believe anything they are told because looks real, feels real, smells real. I can touch it. I can taste it. It's it's just just as real as this table to them. Now, that's obviously very dangerous because it can be used to whoever's in power or whoever's pulling the strings. If you're, if you're like a Mark Zuckerberg, you might be able to spend, I don't know, millions of dollars and in influence elections, but you might be able to influence people's mindsets in a way that they can't even push back on because that is their reality. Because they don't that's even know they're being deceived. They have no clue that they're being deceived. They believe it. It happened. I saw it. Yeah. And so the ramifications are far reaching. And to be honest, unless something drastic happens, I don't see it turning around anytime soon. I think that, for, well, for, I can tell you this for me and my family, it's one of the reasons why we moved to central Wisconsin is because I want to give my kids a shot at somewhat of a normal life. And then they can choose for themselves how much tech they want to have in their world because it's going to be indistinguishable from whatever reality you want to create. Right. Right. Um, you know, I do a lot of, uh, well, not a lot, but maybe every couple months I'll do a video on my channel about, the Bible, end time prophecy, the tribulation, all that kind of stuff, and how current events are fitting in with Bible prophecy. And a lot of it is speculation of what's going to happen. I, I really get almost irritated at people that, you know, Christians that read 
prophecy and then say it's going to happen like this and this and this and this. No, I, prophecy is not, you know, 2020 unless it's hindsight. You know, you can, after it's like, like, after Jesus died and rose from the dead, you could look at all the prophecies and say, yeah, everything fulfilled right down the, the line. But the disciples, even though they had the prophet, the prophecies didn't really understand what was going on. And no. I think it's going to be a lot the same with us. We have a, a, a an inkling of what's going to happen. But to actually say for sure it's going to be this or this or this, I don't think we'll be able to say that until after the fact. Well, you know, a funny thing on the prophecy thing, because a lot of people say, oh, I'm a prophet this, I'm a prophet that. And then if you really ask them, you know, have you ever gotten any of your prophecies wrong? Because um, technically, then, if we're going biblical and they're prophets, we should stone them to death. Right. <laughs> <laughs> don't be so quick to claim you're a prophet. Right? Exactly. That's one title that you can keep, man. I, I don't need that one for me. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, but I look. I want to look at one uh, passage in Scripture, and this is 100% pure speculation on my part because I don't have 2020 vision when it looks when we talk about prophecy. But this is one thing where it's a possibility that AI could fit into the Bible prophecy, the end times prophecy. Now, in the in Revelation chapter 13, it talks about a dragon and a first beast and a second beast. Now, there's there's different speculation about who all of these are, but I think personally that the dragon is Satan, the first beast is the Antichrist, and the second beast is his prophet. And so let me read uh, in Revelation 13:3. it says, One of the heads of the beast seemed to have had a fatal wound, but the fatal wound had been healed. The whole world was filled with wonder and followed the beast. People worshipped the dragon because he had given authority to the beast and they also worship the beast and ask, who is like the beast? Who can wage war against it? So we he see here the beast, who I think is the Antichrist, has a fatal wound. He's going to die, or he did die. He has a fatal wound, and he's healed from that. And because of that, the whole world worships him, and the whole world worships the dragon, who is Satan. And then over here in uh, verse 11, it says, Then I saw the second beast, the, the prophet, the false prophet, Coming out of the earth, it had two horns like a lamb, but it spoke like a dragon. It exercised all authority of the first beast on its behalf, and it made the world and its inhabitants worship the first beast whose fatal wound had been healed. So, like I said, this is 100% speculation on my part. But what if whoever is the Antichrist actually has a fatal wound and dies? And then from that point on, the Antichrist is this AI. And nobody knows the difference, especially as you're talking about hologram technology, not only the artificial intelligence, but hologram technology. It would be possible for him to be up on stage with thousands of people hearing him speak, and they would never know that it's not really him. And they would swear that they were there, those people. Right. No, I saw it. He was he was fine. Right. Now, like I said, don't quote me. <laughs> I'm just speculating. This is one possible way that uh, we could see how current events are fitting into end time prophecy. And you know, I've had so many people since I've started doing these videos, like even talking about the, the crash that we're in, the, the economic crash that we're in the process of happening. People are saying, oh, don't worry about it. We've done it. We've been through this before. What's the difference? Well, the difference is the technology involved is like, like AI is pointing us towards a situation we've never had in the history of the world before. And that situation is, what is described in Revelation about the tribulation period. 
Yeah, um, definitely times that we need to be uh, as discerning as we can, be in prayer often, um, and man, oh man, just be as ready as you can to uh, to, to to preach the word because that's that's a funny thing to me because we used to be uh, prepared minded people. Um, we still are, but the purpose for it for me has shifted because in the beginning it used to be, well, I got to get my beans and I got to get my rice and I got to get all this stuff so that we can get out of Dodge and, and, and we'll live on. Well, that's still important. But the thing is, is why, why would you want to live longer unless you have a reason to live longer? And the reason for living longer for me is so that we can communicate the gospel to more and more people. And yeah, I want to keep my kids safe and yeah, I want all those things, but for, for people to just say, well, yeah, I'm a prepper and I've got like, you know, a year's worth of food or whatever. So all you're doing is delaying the inevitable. Do you have a purpose for living? And that's really the big thing is that we have to have a purpose for living or else all you're doing is just breathing a little bit longer. And, and our purpose is to share the gospel. And so um, it's, I don't know, man, it's, it's it's a little discouraging at times to be honest mm -hmm. just yeah. that we've got it's clear that we are in the end times but how far down that path are we i couldn't say yeah that's where we'll be able to you know hindsight we'll be able to look at it and see every prophecy as it's fulfilled but we don't necessarily understand as it's happening yeah so, you know i've had very much a similar change of heart uh you know, I was a very strong prepper and still am, but talking about everything that's happening in the world politically and everything, I was very, I was getting to the point where I was getting uptight and even stressed over the things that are happening in our nation and <coughs> our slide towards communism, socialism, and towards world, you know, the one world government. And finally, all of a sudden I realized, actually when I was studying uh, for one of my end times videos, these things are going to happen. It's been foretold in scripture. There's nothing that I can do in my political prowess, which is non-existent <laughs> to, to change anything. <coughs> and so my focus has also changed from trying to put the brakes on to saying, yes, this is, this is happening. I will need to bring as many people as I can into the fold, into Christ, uh, and or prepare Christians to, to, for them to know that this is what's happening now. Um, and so that's, you know, and like you said earlier, it's not something that we have to fear as believers in Christ. It's not something we have to fear. In fact, the video that I just did earlier in the week uh, was one of the songs that our worship band in church did. And the song is called, I'm not a slave to fear. I am a child of God. I am a child of God. I know that one. Love it. Yeah, yeah, I, and I love it too. And um, the whole point is that, yeah, we are going to have some terrible times coming, even to the point of martyrdom, according to uh, the scriptures in Revelation. But I have nothing to fear because I'm a child of God. And my faith, yes, I'm a prepper, but my, my faith is not in my preps. My faith is in Jesus. Amen. I agree. So, you know, the preps are only to get me there through until Jesus, <laughs> until Jesus comes. <laughs> Amen. 
Well, and, you know, here's another word on just the AI side, because I feel like we're kind of rounding out the conversation a little bit. Um, and I want to point this out. I don't think that what – are you familiar with what's called the singularity? Somewhat, yeah. Okay. For those who might not have heard of the singularity, I kind of slurred that a little bit. It's um, it's a concept that when computing power will get so great – and humans will integrate with machines wholly, not just like uh, I have a phone, but then it'll be embedded inside of me and Neuralink. They've actually been working on Neuralink for quite a while and they'll be able to control thoughts and they could hack your brain, literally. And when men and machine come together, the singularity is when it becomes one. And I don't think that that will ever happen. I don't think God will allow that to happen because if we thought the Tower of Babel was bad, that I can't even imagine. This is a gazillion times worse than that. You wouldn't even need language. You don't. You would just think a thought, and the other person would know it if you allowed them. You know, you wouldn't ever have to speak. You wouldn't have to have. You, you know, we we when we Google things now, we have to type it in. You would just simply know it because you would have access to all of the information of the entire world. But I just want to make a point that I really don't think God's going to allow that to happen because then man will look at themselves as God. And I don't, I don't see him saying, yeah, that's okay. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I talked in the scripture about that in the end times that the evil will abound on the earth and, Man, oh man, <laughs> it is. <laughs> I know. Yeah. But I'll talk to you like this. <laughs> Praise God, we have a faithful Savior who will see us through that. Amen. I just want to reiterate once again, it's not something that you have to fear if you put your trust in Jesus. Amen. So, um, I don't know. You have anything else to add about AI? Well, um I think it's important that we're aware of what's going on, but not obsessed. Right. Good point. Yep. Because like you said earlier, it's out of our control. It's, it's the people that are deciding these things are not calling Brad up and going, what do you think, Brad? Elon Musk is on the phone. I don't know. I don't, you know, he's not calling me to ask if it's a good idea or not. Right. Um, so I think that to be aware is important, but not obsessed. Okay, good. Well, guys, I hope you have enjoyed this discussion. It's probably opened your eyes to a lot of things that are going on. I knew some of it, but then when Brad did his video about it, it, it kind of really made me realize what's going on, and I wanted to let you know about it. So I want to thank Brad for joining us. And if you're not familiar with him, once again, Brad from Big Family Homestead, check out his channel. I'll put a link uh, down below and on the end screen so you can find his channel. We've been friends for years, and... Uh, yeah, so he has a big homestead up in central Wisconsin with a big family. <laughs> Hence the name. <laughs> well, you know, I told him when, when I first met him, I thought it was um, the big family homestead. And then I realized, no, it's the big family homestead. Yes, that's it. That's exactly it. <laughs> Seven kids. And yeah. we, uh, we kind of finally figured out what was causing that. Yeah. <laughs> it's not having cable. <laughs> Somebody give you a book or something? Yeah, no kidding. You need to spend some time over there. <laughs> yeah. So thank you for having me on, Bo. Absolutely. 
So thanks for watching, everybody. I hope you've enjoyed it. Say bye to Brad. Bye, Brad. <laughs> live simple, live free, and we'll see you next time. You're the devil.